Hello and welcome to Common Ride with Me. I'm your host, James Dorrington, and I'm the expert. And here's my co-host, James Baker. And together we are going to talk a little bit about Tokusatsu or Toku. Hen Shin. So basically, this is the primer episode, just to let people know what they might not know before we start going into like the more deeper details. So James, um, have you any real like experience or knowledge of what Toku is really, or like what I'm talking about? Or uh, I have a general idea of what it consists of. Uh, as of right now, I'm wearing a Pirate Ninja t-shirt because I'm game for this podcast. I'm pretty stoked about talking about it. Um, but as far as I know about Toku. Um, uh, I'm a huge fan of Power Rangers. Uh, when I grew up, I was watching Big Bag Beetleboards, uh, VR Troopers, and uh, you know all those uh, early '90s uh, Toku shows. But as far as like the the deep cuts, I have no idea about uh, where the origin of this genre came from. Yeah, there's some real deep cuts. Like it goes from things like old school Godzilla to like RoboCop to like weird shows in the 2000s where they have like voice actors stunt casting and like throwing like weird drums around and stuff like there's lots of there's just a lot going on so basically um what toku is is it's just like roughly translates to live action to live action special effects so that means like you have people in suits you have like wire work you have like pyrotechnics lately there's been more cg but just it's like a largely action and pretty largely to like horror and like science fiction genre where like you see things like that might not be seen on like, there's not really much like action TV on like in like America, for example, what this means is that like you get like, just it's like more respected than thinking like just power Rangers. Cause people can kind of be like a little down on power Rangers sometimes. Yeah. And that, that was kind of upsetting to hear. Like, uh, to be honest, when uh, we we're getting game for this pot, when you sent me over the links for, uh, you know, the shows to get ready for, I had no idea that Power Rangers was already like a show before Power Rangers. Like I didn't even know <laughs> that existed. And uh, I was a huge fan of uh, Max Ryder when I was growing up. I had no idea that's where <laughs> Carmen Ryder came. Like you opened up another dimension for me. Like I sent every link you sent me to my friend and he was like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, bro. Like I had no idea this is going on the whole time and yeah man and i still haven't seen an episode of carmen uh common riders yet yeah that's by design like i like set some clips but i also was a little light on my common rider it's maybe the biggest one there's some debate with that and like ultraman but um for that it's kind of like we're gonna be watching a like common rider show so like it's should be slightly like fresh and like i want to have like a newcomer's like perspective but yeah um that show like to think it was the mid 60s i want to say 66 when ultraman started and that was like the first really big televised like show and like people vaguely know ultraman like 
big silver and like red guy like shoots a beam blah 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 and then you get like common rider in 71 and i think super sentai was like 76 or 77 i want to say and that's where power is based off of and like okay. it was like the 15th series of super sentai um jew ranger that got translated into power rangers and it's like wildly different i believe there was a show like in the early 2000s uh that was i don't know if it was called ultraman or if it was a different name in the states but i remember seeing that same character design in a show and i fucking love that show so much um it might have been called ultraman it got translated once i think one of the series okay did. i did catch that so i'm not like a toku master but I know a couple of hits in the, in the States, but not any deep cuts, though. <laughs> There's, like, a whole bunch of, like, weird, like, subgenres. Like, um, um, like, one is Sentai, which is when you have, like, a team. Like, even, like, there are people that are, like, say, like, okay, like, there are, like, Toku and, like, non-Toku, like, Sentai stuff. Like, like oh, like, Voltron Sentai, like, Sailor Moon Sentai, that kind of thing. But, like, Super Sentai is, like, the big, like, let's be live action. Let's have, like, some cool stunts swan. So since I'm the noob, what is uh what is Sentai? Oh, um so what Sentai basically means is squad. So the series that Power Rangers is based off is called Super Sentai, which is basically Super Squadron. So like it'll oh. be like Super Sentai exploding dinosaurs. Super Sentai like flashing ninja, that kind of Holy thing. shit. Okay. So it's like another word for squad. Gotcha. Yeah. So like Sentai is a genre, but like Super Sentai is kind of like the live action show in the genre kind of like the trope name or like if you catch my drift i got you in the 90s a lot of these were getting like adapted like you had um the big one was power rangers and did you know that like that was actually three different series no i had no idea because there was um, (laughs) that's freaking wild they were dinosaurs yeah makes sense they look Mm -hmm. like dinosaurs Mm -hmm. when they got new zords that was from a separate team from the next year, but they kept like their dinosaur suits. What? Yeah, like the series after was based off of like martial arts and Chinese mysticism. So like that's why like the T Rex turned into like the like red dragon kind of thing. And like, wow. got, like the lion. Yeah. Oh my. I feel like I'm like in the matrix right now. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like Morpheus and you're like, do you think that's air you're breathing? <laughs> In the White Ranger, um, that was actually from that show, not from the first show. Mm-hmm. That like suit were like from that second series, and like that character was a kid in that series, like the first Sentai Ranger that was a kid. So like, there's like weird like clips of like the White Ranger like skateboarding or like playing baseball or like trying to grab girls like skirts and like see their panties kind of stuff. Yeah, if you want to really look for it, because <laughs> like he was like nine. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Power Ranger, yeah. That's kind of interesting because uh, in Power Rangers Turbo, I believe that was the first time they had a kid turn into a ranger. So they're already doing that. So they kind of like adapted that into Turbo. And like, um, wow. One weird thing about Turbo is so I haven't watched much like 90 Sentai. I want to because some of it looks like weirdly badass, but. That series was meant to be like a parody of Super Sentai. So you have stuff like it's something like their whole gimmick for that series was was like traffic safety and their enemies were like bad drivers or like polluters. And like it was mostly just like a mocking thing about Sentai. 
Like it was like mocking Sunai since they thought they were being canceled. Wow. And we, we just took it and ran with it. <laughs> That's yeah, crazy. Exactly. <laughs> wow. I like Turbo though. I was a huge fan of Turbo. That movie was a weird one. I actually liked it. I liked the auto power range movies like uh the first one like snot monsters in that movie yeah i I actually enjoyed it i was a huge rangers fan growing up kind of faded out towards the end i think the last arc that i was really into was uh space uh space yeah i think that was the last one i really got into it and after that it wasn't the fact that i felt like i was too old but it was just like nobody else was talking about it. And it's kind of hard to get into or to keep watching something where you don't have anyone to discuss it with. So uh, that's another reason why I'm excited to start this pod with you, because now I kind of, you know, could, could uh, you know, find my passion into uh, Toku again. So like the general consensus and like there's some truth to it is that um, Sentai tends to be like a little bit more coherently scripted and better acted and like that's not to like rag on Power Rangers. Like it is like not like in Japan, like if you're cast and like the main cast for like a Sentai thing, that's like a big deal. Like it's like the start of like a young actor's like career in a way it might not be over here. So that makes some sense. But also like there's some weird like fandom warfare around Power Ranger stuff. And just know it's all for kids. We're all adults. So Star Wars, like so is like Marvel, so is DC. Don't worry too much if something's not like cool enough for you or whatever. Just go for it. Because there are some people that take it a little too seriously and like are like, this is so cool. They like in this one, there was more blood. So if you like like that one, like you're lame. And it's just that. Don't don't do that. Okay. So Ultraman got adapted once. Big Bad Beetleborgs is kind of like the other big one that people know besides Power Rangers. That was um, that was based off a weird bug-based thing where the spirits of beetles were trying to fight off an alien invasion, so they turned into armor. I'm not entirely sure, but there's like weird like beetle shamans in that show in Japan. And it's a strange thing, yeah. It's not really like comic-based. Yeah, that was another one that kind of threw me through a loop once I saw the uh, original opening for, uh, I forget the name of the actual show, but uh b fighter yeah b fighter but uh i was really into uh big bag beta boards when i was a kid and uh it was kind of i wouldn't say well i would say it was it's super kitty and i'm pretty sure uh b fighters was super uh i wouldn't say adult content maybe it was more uh the tone was more serious that's what i got from the opening of that show yeah and there's like a weird kind of like let's be badass thing that pervades a lot of the shows where it's just like let's have like a 40 year old guy like drink a bunch of like gin and like just sing about like loving women as like our like kid show opening and like have like everyone wearing like black leather jackets and riding motorcycles but like still like it's kind of like a weird cultural thing sometimes you're like oh they just want to have a cool opening or like have cool Mm -hmm. characters but they're still doing the same plot lines so it's like a little weird sometimes yeah all i need is a good melody and then somebody like practicing with their sword running toward towards something that's all i need in the opening (laughs) so i've refrained from uh watching anything of the show that we're going to be watching starting next week but i have listened to the opening it's it's a bop. It's good. Oh, shit. Is, I can't wait to hear it. But also, like, there's no opening for this. Like, 
I've heard that it only shows up in fight scenes for a little while. So I'm excited because like when you first hear it's going to be a moment. That's all I know. I can't wait. I'm going to record my reaction for my YouTube channel <laughs> and post it up. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I also let people know about the pod as well once I do it. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Like I think I think that personally, like you're going to have a reaction to these episodes that is going to be great to watch unfold. I should probably look into uh, recording live reactions too. I should look. Into yeah, that. we should do that. I would like be down for like on like Rabbit or something, and like having like a reaction time because it's like what like forty five minutes. That's not too long to yeah carve out. Okay. I mean, you could like chop it up for YouTube, make it like you know eight minutes, five maybe. Yeah. So if you uh, guys, for all you guys that are listening, make sure you uh, check out for our YouTube content as well. Yeah, exactly, and. Um, I've mentioned it briefly, but the big thing that we're focusing on to start is Common Rider, specifically the latest series Zero One. So Common Rider is kind of like a league of its own. It's a different thing than a lot of the, like the other shows. It's like super well liked kind of thing that like a lot of adults might still have like keychains or shirts or posters for. It's got like a weird history in Japan. Um, so like, how do you even contextualize like so like what common means is mask then there's rider so like the translation of mask rider isn't wrong at all just that was a strange show because there weren't really aliens the same way in like in like what it was based off of or anything it was so let's go back a little bit what do you think of when you think of like like batman from the 60s that tv show uh what do I think of? I think of funny looking suits. <laughs> uh, I think of like comic book boom pow illustrations popping up when I think about it. Uh, I think about the uh, think about the Batmobile uh, and the funny looking mask. Okay. So imagine that, but um, it's like half that. And half Captain America Winter Soldier. Oh shit. I'm in. That's <laughs> yeah. I am That's in. That's what like the 70s original common writer was. Nazi scientists kidnap a college student and make him into a grasshopper themed cyborg, but he escapes before he can be brainwashed and decides to fight evil and and stop them. Wow. I've so, been missing out, man. I'm missing yeah. out. The biggest thing from there is that, like, in the old days, everyone was like a cyborg and they were mostly themed after bugs. They all, like, had motorcycles and big kicks with some small changes. Like, my favorite was there was one, uh, like, the fourth common rider was called Common Rider Amazon. He was like, the one before him was based off, like, a, like, dragonfly, and the one after was based off a of beetle. He was based off of piranha. So like, oh shit. So Piranha? Like, yeah. Where other people would like kick and punch until the end of a series, he didn't have like a big kick, which is like the big rider thing. He just would like decapitate and like he'd like take limbs and heads and stuff, like and like bite like chunks off suits. Okay. So I'm going into this show thinking that uh the common riders are bug based. So they're all different kind of species. Um, most of the early ones were bugs. It's kind of like a theme later, but 
like you'll get ones that don't really have like any animal motif. I um the one we're watching is the first one in like a new era. So this is kind of like a weird concept, but like whenever they crown like a new emperor in Japan, they like make it a like big show of like here's this era. We've renamed it. Here's what it means for our future kind of thing. Okay. From like World War II to like the late 80s, early 90s, it was the Showa era. You might know that like if you've like bought some Godzilla DVDs, most people have only heard that if they've like been like, huh, the Showa collection. That's weird. Um, but like it matters for like if you're like a big nerd for Japanese kicks. So then you have like the Heisei era, which is what most of the stuff has been in, like for Common Rider. Like there were 20 series back to back to back each year with a different theme, a different protagonist, entirely different crews and casts that would run for like 49 episodes every year from like 1999 to like 2019. And then that era ended last year because the emperor abdicated the throne to his son. So like part of the reason this like this current season matters is it's the new one in like an era, like a new generation. And it's like kind of going back to basics like the main riders like based off like a like grasshopper again for example but also mm-hmm. like it's like new it's a like big deal kind of thing it's like oh like new era the reiwa era which means oh, something so, I, I don't know what that I'm means but, so i'm getting at a good time then yeah this is like the time to look at it sweet i'm excited one thing that i think is the most important thing for the writer franchise and, and it involves my favorite thing, which is proper nouns. I love whenever a franchise or a series just throws out a proper noun, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like the morphing grid, for example. That's a great one. Just okay. The force. So the big one for Common Rider is the cross of fire. The cross of fire? What the hell is that? <laughs> the cross of fire. The cross of fire. Okay. Yeah. So basically what the cross of fire is, is it's the concept that all common writers are inherently evil. Now, what this means is that I think with one or two exceptions in the like 45 odd years of common writer, every single hero is using the same powers as their monsters. So like when the first common writer was like a cyborg, he was fighting like spider monsters, but they are made the same way. When like you have like more modern series, you have stuff like, oh, I have like a monster inside of me and I have to keep it in check. But that monster's power is how I become like a like, common writer kind of thing. Okay. So they're always kind of like a step from evil or like a step from that. So like it's like a weird lonely thing with common writer. Like that's kind of where the writer thing comes from a little bit is that like Early on, they didn't have a place. They'd just be alone. They'd be on their motorcycles and they'd find crime or they'd find evil. And they'd leave after they were done kind of thing. Like no friends, that kind of thing. So they're like loners. Yeah. It's definitely a little less nowadays, but there's still some of that loner stuff. And there is always a sense that they're like only slightly removed from the evil that they're fighting. Damn, that's deep. I love that. So it's always like that... Uh... Like you're saying about uh, the Force, kind of like the sense of uh, Star Wars, like Luke could easily bend towards the dark just as he bent towards the light. It's like that potential. 
Yeah. And um Wow. And honestly, like there's some real like Return of the Jedi has like Luke moments in Kamen Rider, and it's great. <laughs> Man. Whatever you see, like Kamen Rider's like, huh. Is there a way we could like watch this right now? <laughs> honestly, if you said so, I could get them up and we could watch at least episode one. <laughs> but yeah, um, like for example, last year was their big like 20th anniversary. Mm-hmm. And the hero was like, so I'll avoid too much detail. Basically, kid in high school finds out that in 50 years, he <laughs> rules over all of the multiverse and time as the demon king. He finds out this. He's like, I've always wanted to be a king. I guess I have to be like a demon king. I'm going to be a nice one. But what he goes through is basically he goes through and he meets like all 19 of the previous common writers from that era. Mm-hmm. And like, they give him their power or like he takes it, but they lose the power. And like, here's like how big, like the cross of fire is. Like we see scenes of like people getting attacked by monsters from like last year's series, for example. But as soon as that rider loses their power, those monsters don't exist. Cause they're so like inextricably linked. Damn. Yeah. So, uh, we did previous seasons and, uh, when, uh, a new era starts like this one starting up, is there any like, uh, do I need to have knowledge from the previous seasons or is like a f- completely like a reset, or like a reboot? It's a completely big like reboot. Um, okay. They kind of like even ended the last series kind of sectioning off the multiverse in a weird way and saying, here's a new branch of the multiverse. But um, so worth talking about is there's going to be crossovers like in, in December, there's going to be a big crossover between the previous show and this show. That's been happening every year for the past 10 years. When you become like a common rider, you work and you eat. Like what happens is like you're like 17 and you win like a modeling contest. And then all of a sudden you're working for two years straight because like you are put in the movie for the person who's ending. You start your own series. There's press conferences. You're usually like recording three or four specials for like magazines. You, um, have your own work like modeling. They might have you sing like your character's theme song. You have your own movie. You have a crossover movie. Not to uh, make light of the situation, but it kind of sounds similar to uh, getting in a, a boy band in, in a Korea, like a, a K-pop band. Yeah. Because, uh, I just follow, started following uh, BTS, which is a group that I, I have, I've grown to love. And uh, just listen to their backstory. It sounds like once you get in, it's like a huge, like a big deal. But all you do is work, 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 work nonstop. And you rarely get a day off. So it sounds like it's kind of similar to the same thing. I don't know if it's more intense or less, but. Last week, the the series before last year, like two years ago, its last movie premiered in theaters. Damn, that's pretty big, huh? So it like you will have like, three or four movies coming out after your series, not even counting like your big crossover, not even counting if sometimes in the spring they'll do like weird stuff. Like one year they did Kamen Rider versus Super Sentai where they had like all of Super Sentai versus all of Kamen Rider. Like so, so you had stuff like the Green Ranger, like killing like a Kamen Rider, that kind of stuff. There's some cool stuff out there. Yeah, this sounds pretty huge. If you like that kind of like that stuff, well, like there's two things. One, there's definitely like a BTS thing because when they can, 
they get these guys like singing at least a character song and like you'll find out oh here's like midway through the season there's this big moment and they beat this like villain that's like been like harassing them for a while and they can't beat and then all of a sudden you hear the character's voice singing this like big like swelling song and you're like oh it's a lot <laughs> super briefly before we do actually consider if we do want to live something want to know just like the bullet point what the series what i can glean from not having watched it the series that we're going to be looking at next is about yeah well what are the bullet points okay <clears throat> we got robots we have big company politics we have ceos there's some kind of ai thing and anti-ai swat teams and i don't know what it is but there's some kingdom hearts vibes all I know is that um, there's a town called Daybreak City in it. That might be where the villains are from. So I have no frame reference. I know what the costume looks like. I've heard, I've heard that theme song. Based off all those things you just listed, I'm like so in. Like, damn. But I'm pretty stoked because I don't even know what the characters look like. You so you said you saw the characters and you know the the plot points. I've seen the trailer for the show basically. Okay, <laughs> which is like. For like 30 seconds, like some posing, had some character, basic line kind of stuff. But I'm, I'm really excited to watch this show. Yeah, me too, man. I am all in. So I think, honestly, we talked a fair bit about what's going on in Japan and at home. So what do you think? Should we watch this first episode <laughs> or should we hold it off for another night? Uh, let's save that for the next episode, but, uh, we can still watch it tonight if you want to, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you guys have to tune into the next episode to hear our reactions to episode one. Oh yeah. Like we will always cordon off content into separate little pieces for you, but no, uh, <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> our plan is, uh, to, uh, for next week to do episodes one and two of Kamen Rider zero one. We don't know much going in, um, but have heard good things. Yay! And um, as always, thanks to um, to Berserk and to Dave Colley for like our theme song, "Common Rider Love," which is I'm so excited. Like someday, like I'll like let you know like the whole process of just getting that song. It was a whole thing. But <laughs> what plugs do you have, James? Uh, so if you guys want to follow me, I'm on Twitter at PopcoatNet. Um, PopcoatNet is my brand. Uh, you can find me there uh, on YouTube and everything. Uh, I'm a huge fan of pop culture. And uh, if you want to keep track of what I'm doing, follow me on all the socials, even on Instagram and Facebook at PopCultNet. All right. And I can be found at James Forge. And um, right now there is the Twitter for Common Ride With Me, uh, which is always a good joke and was a great name for the podcast. But um, it is at Common Ride With Me. And we will have links and some thoughts there as well. So thank you. And thank you, James. Till next time. Till next time. Till next time. All right. <laughs>